Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I almost spit out my drink. <laughs> I'm Keenan. I'm Neutral. <laughs> I usually say the true neutral part first. I got thrown off. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> it's been a it's been a couple of weeks for this main showy show. Yes, it the has. main show of shows, the true neutral that bears the true neutral name. Um, this one, this is our weekly one. We recorded two episodes. We did an apology. You probably all heard it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you listened. Anyway, I like watched you do the... to every single one of the episodes, right? Yes, every single one. You Some... might want to go re-download them all again just to make sure. Yeah, I was gonna say you sometimes go back and listen again and uh, listen listen a third time just for fun. Yeah, you know we can be funny sometimes. Some of them might be worth re-listening <laughs> to. Ham sandwich seems popular. The, my my favorite bit, just just to get on a tangent, my favorite <laughs> bit that we've done so far. A, be, a best of of us <laughs> yeah. for right now, no, just for my, a second. One of my favorite ones is always going to be John Wick's Christmas Bunker. That's just <laughs> such a funny bit to me. Like, just for it being an off-the-cuff thing, that was, that was really funny. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, we lost a couple episodes, but we're back. And uh, how's how's your week weeks been? Uh, my weeks week have been filled with working. I thought you were gonna say full of days. Full of days. <laughs> uh, no, they've been they've been full of you know working. That's lots of working and sleeping. Fair enough. I guess I did have one kind of major event. If we have time at story time, I'll tell it. Okay. Because <laughs> I know I know that I have a couple of news things to talk about. I'm sure you do as well. I don't know if I have news things so much, but my review is going to take a minute. Okay. Um. No, so I I guess my, my week's just been fine. Um, days blur together. Still, I'm mm-hmm. I'm still on leave. So like, yeah, how much I'm, longer do you have on that? Uh, until June. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was solid. Thank you, Washington State. It's fucking rad, because I get a lot of this time with my family, and it's awesome. Hell yeah. Um, and we're both really tired. Could you imagine if one of us was working this whole time? Yeah, seriously. God. How long I did... can, because that happened with my last <laughs> kid. What? I was going to say, how long does she have? Uh, does she's she got until... Uh, she actually has, like, a week less. Oh, damn. I, I think it's uh, either because she's in Idaho or because of uh, when she requested her time, but either way... Uh, yeah, she's got, like, the very end of May, and I, yeah, like I said, mine's the very beginning of June. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I'm, I am playing some games right now that I'll probably review by next week, but, uh, otherwise, oh, I watched all of Orange is the New Black, finished that <laughs> a couple weeks ago, or last week. Um, Did Cruise of Bulk ever show up? Really, I can't... There's no face that attaches to that it's name when the, you say it. the girlfriend from the water boy. Oh, um, yeah, I'm not sure. Because I saw about five whole minutes of that show, and I was like, why is she not in this? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's... But no, it seriously is a really, really good show. Um, I was... I've seen the first season a couple of times, just kind of, like, as side watches or phone watches, just... They happen to be on. Yeah. But, like, I paid attention this time and, like, watched all the way through and, wow. 
I cried so many times in that finale. <laughs> like four times, I think. Four like four separate different cries. Damn. It was really, really emotionally impactful. And I can't do it justice as a full review, so that's pretty much all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but it was a fantastic show. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um otherwise. Yeah, I, we're keeping up on our baby appointments. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up on the housework, but somehow staying inside keeps it dirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, yeah, you're always doing stuff and living in it. Yeah, so, um, it's a... The only Sisyph clean house is a house that's not lived in. Right. Anyway, it's a Sisyphean task yeah. that I've um, put upon my own shoulders for my own... Sanity, I guess. Yeah, mental well-being. Yeah. So, here we are, pushing a boulder up or up a hill. <laughs> um, or if you want, I could be getting my uh, liver eaten by eagles. Uh, I mean, I think that's a personal choice at this point. I think I'm going to go with The Rock. Yeah, seems less painful somehow. Yeah, I don't remember the other guy's name anyway, so we'll go with the Sisyphus. Uh, it starts with a... Starts with a P. Um, Perseus? No. Hermes? It's, you, you know it's not. <laughs> no, um, but otherwise, my week's just been weak. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I started watching Flash. As I mentioned in the apology, I reviewed the last couple seasons of Arrow twice. And both those episodes are lost, so just know it was Prometheus. Good. Prometheus. That's that's who it was. I need to just trust my gut because that's what my gut told me, and I'm like, "There's no way it's Prometheus." <laughs> <laughs> um. So you said you had some news. Um. Well, yeah. I think first of all, of course, we have to talk about the new Flash trailer. The what? <laughs> yeah. What happened? Well, it's a it's a few days old at this point, but. Who told you about the Flash? New Flash trailers out, and I watched it. You did watch it. I did watch it. I watched it once. I'll be honest. I watched it in the breakdowns of it. Okay, I didn't watch breakdowns. I just sat down and watched the actual trailer itself. Like, I didn't watch the actual trailer itself, which I should have done. But I, I just watched <laughs> uh, instead like two fifteen-minute breakdowns of the three-minute trailer I, instead of just watching. Trailer. Yeah, I just watched the trailer. <laughs> so we have both sides of this story. <laughs> uh, what do you think? <laughs> I think it's definitely Barry getting carried up by Supergirl into the storm. Yeah. That's super evident. Yeah, they, they no. made that very clear. Um, do you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. Why? I, I Why couldn't. was it a, like, yeah, I'm Batman was fucking rad. Yeah, that was cool. We could have just had our boners from that and just been good. You could have stroked that the whole movie. We had the cool speech at the beginning of this one that was about, like, you know, I've been working for my whole life to try to avenge my parents and to get them back or whatever and you've done it you've <coughs> changed history and all this like 
<laughs> that was a that was an okay little monologue that they had at the beginning. Like I didn't mind that at all. And it was nice. It was a nice contrast to like his timelines, Bruce. Yeah. Who was like, no, don't fuck around with time. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Which once that comes back again at the end of the trailer, the bits with Kara, Ow. I I enjoyed. I I like Kara. She seems cool. She seems yeah. like a fucking badass. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's Supergirl, so. Yeah. There's that part where she has that pole or that pillar or whatever it is, and she, like, throws it at the windshield of his ship. Like, it's <laughs> fucking kick-ass. Hell yeah. Like, I'm not much for, like, a superhero person, but she seems like she's gonna kick some asses. <laughs> I like it just an unhinged superhero, and if you give a, someone with Superman-level powers just this unhinged quality, I'm like, that's a level of chaos I can respect. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but overall, this movie looks like it's probably going to be a goddamn train wreck. Yeah, yeah. Um, a train wreck in the Speed Force, which will be entertaining to watch. I think, how much do you want to bet they're going to make Young Barry turn into the Dark Flash or whatever it was that we were talking about before? Oh, I saw the Dark Flash action figure at Walmart. Oh, did you? Yeah. Did it look as bad as it looked in the pictures? It looks silly. Um, I mean, it's not like one of the high-detailed, like, you know, multiple hand poses action figures. It was just one of the, like, six-inch basic ones, so it it wasn't, like, hyper-detailed or, like, intended to look real or anything, but, like, it looks silly. Because my theory at the moment is that Young Barry, because there's the bit in the trailer where he's, like, old... Barry's, or original Barry, or whatever, mm-hmm. is, like, talking about how there's no other choice, and younger Barry with the long hair, like, grabs him by his shoulders, and he's like, no, we're not killing anyone, like, no one has to die, or whatever, right? Right. And it's gonna get to a point where there's, like, an ultimatum, and older Barry's gonna choose to kill Zod, or whatever, whatever's going on, that decision's going to be made, and I was also noticing that there's the... The little sequence where you see uh, Barry, Kara, and Young Barry all, like, take off all fast as shit. And Young Barry's in his suit that's, like, the Batman kind of style suit. Yeah, it's it's like a Batman suit he spray-painted. Yeah, so that could be, because it's much darker toned and everything, that could be, like, the speed force, like, breaks it up. That's the chunks and the weird things we see on Dark Flash. Is I that like suit that. kind of pulled apart? And because this ultimatum was made and, like, he couldn't reconcile that in his brain, it, like, snapped him and made him evil or whatever. That would be rad. That would be really cool to see, actually. I like that idea. How are we getting um, Ezra Miller out of the Flash role with this film? I'm really not sure. I, I really don't know. I also don't think that this movie is going to have anything, anything at all to do with the next one. Maybe it'll be end up with a thing where, he, um, in order to stop Dark uh, Flash... The thing is Marvel. In order to stop Dark Flash from, like, destroying everything, maybe he has to, like, sacrifice himself, and so he just runs so fast that he, like, just essentially, like, explodes himself into the speed force and creates a new universe that is the dcu kind of like the original flashpoint but without him showing up in that universe right okay so like he just kind of explodes uh that would make 
He, it would kind of make uh, him like a big bang. It would turn him into like a martyr, kind of. It would turn him into like a god, and you can't make Ezra Miller a god. But you wouldn't have to bring him back, is the thing. Yeah, I guess. That's just... He would be, he would be the speed force, essentially, in the new universe. That's... So you would never have to bring him back. It's both a good way to do that, and I hate it. <laughs> I think that we're going to hate this movie. I really do. <laughs> I think it'll be a, a crazy movie to watch, and it's going to be a roller coaster. Um, it's going to be a bad movie. Whether it's a, a fun bad movie or an actual bad bad movie is yet to be seen, but without a doubt, this is not going to be a good movie. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, because the movie that immediately follows it is Blue Beetle. Yeah. And it's a shame, because this is going to be Michael Keaton's last time out as Batman, and it's kind of... I mean... Oh, I did see... I'm sorry. Can, no. I, can, I can't... Can you even picture young Michael Keaton saying, you want to get wild, let's get wild? Nuts. Nuts, whatever he said. It's like, a quote from Batman 1989. And he's... The first time he says it, he's like, actively, like emotional as Bruce Wayne and he's like slams something down on a table and he's you want to get nuts let's get nuts and mm -hmm. it's just like this weird charged you know Burton-esque scene mm -hmm. and so it what's weird about that line where it is is that he's just saying it very calmly in his suit like it's like like his suit up line yeah and it's really weird to do that. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like, oh, they like that 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 I am, I am Batman fan service. Yeah, like, like you guys like fan service. How about this? And you know, how about this uh, line? You like this line too? Yeah, and it's just like, no, you don't understand what made that cool <laughs> at all. I think. And now I'm. Now I'm wondering about your intentions behind the whole movie because of this one line edition. Yeah, I... I don't know, man. <laughs> For all the time and money that they've put into this movie, I just At least know. $20. And the thing <laughs> is, is, I think it's going to end up making money... Because people are just going to end up, like, at first, like, being curious and watching it, and well, then maybe even hate-watching it. We are planning on going. Yeah. Like, so... Well, <laughs> I mean... We've talked about it so much, It's, though. like, going to be, like, the biggest, no pun intended, train wreck of the century. <laughs> oh, man. This is, uh... It's, it's going to be interesting to see... Um, I will say that I saw an article mentioning a few of the cameos they've cut mm -hmm. out of there. And I've been watching The Flash on CW. The, mm -hmm. the CW's The Flash. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like three seasons in now. Grant Gustin, the guy playing The Flash, does an awesome job. He's a great Barry Allen. He's a really fun Flash. He does a good job. He's a really good Flash. And uh, he was one of the cameos that got cut. That doesn't make any fucking sense to me. He's really good. He's been the backbone of this show for like eight seasons. I think going on nine seasons. Okay. And so like there's a lot of fans of this Flash. 
why would they cut him out of the Flash movie that is multiversal? Because they had Ezra Miller in the CW Flash Flashpoint event. Maybe they're cutting his cameo because they want to bring him in as the next universe's Flash. That would be great. I would love that. If they just, honestly, if they just were like, Arrowverse, part of the DCU now. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. I think a lot of people would be mad about that. Mm -hmm. But I would be stoked. Because there's a lot of stuff they just wouldn't have to change for right now. They could even, like, yeah, they just change a couple of characters around and make it, like, more you know, Mm movie-friendly, so to speak, and then, bam. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that would be the smartest move rather than going and finding a completely new person, honestly. I mean, there's a chance he doesn't want to be the Flash anymore. I mean, I suppose, yeah, that is fair. Going on a decade of doing the one role, you might want to do something else. I could also see that. But regardless, he's doing a great job, and it's gonna be it's it's a shame that he got cut out of the movie because, like I said, Ezra Miller was in their Flashpoint thing. It makes sense for them to show up in their Flashpoint thing. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. does make sense. So I was bummed to hear that. Um, I've been bummed about uh, every other thing, like. You know, one thing good, one thing bad, one thing good, one thing bad about this movie. Every time I hear something about it, actually. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's that looks really good. Oh, that doesn't... That, that, that sounds bad. That looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, do we have other news? Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about... So we got some... Some uh, still images of uh, what everyone's going to look like in the new live action, The Little Mermaid. Okay. Right? Right? Everything, All right, fine. Everything looks pretty good, you know? Like, obviously there were some people that are still mad about... Ariel. Ariel, or whatever. Which is silly. Which is silly. Um, I think most of the cast looks looks really good. Hang on, I'll bring up some pictures so I can show you at least. Pictures. Show me the pictures. I want to see pictures of the cast. Um. Um. The issue. Um. Um. Why is this list of things not here? God diggity damn it. Um. You know what? I'm just gonna find the one that I wanna find. Um. <laughs> so the issue is that um poor flounder oh what'd they do to my boy poor flounder no you can't say it like that looks god awful and the internet is in an ah! uproar <laughs> 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 look I... how they massacred my boy <laughs> yeah yeah that is I don't know what type of fish it is. It's not a flounder. <laughs> ah! He's not cute at all. No, he looks derpy as hell. He like... looks like a stupid fish. <laughs> it's really bad. I hate this. 
it's really, really not good. I I can't imagine, especially when like a, like a couple pictures over is Sebastian, yeah. who grant he just looks like a crab. He just but he looks like, like a, a normal ass fucking crab. Like there's nothing wrong with him. <laughs> it looks like there's something wrong with that fish. Yeah, flounder looks oh, so derpy. It's so weird, and I think it's the decision to like because they took it live action, so his eyes are on the sides of his head like they should be. Right. Whereas cartoon flounder, he has a very much more humanoid, anthropomorphized face. I hate it. Um, you give me my chubby cheek boy back. Yeah. He got no cheeks. He flat so, as fuck. And then you scroll down a little bit, and there's a hoax. Someone had made a hoax of what flounder was going to look like. That hoax looks way better. Then, yeah, yeah, some professional work with that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Wow. Um, That's ruined my day. Yeah, yeah, it's... So, yeah, to give a descriptor, he's, like, kind of silvery instead of yellow with, like, dark stripes on him, and he just is very... Flat. Flat and fish he like, just looks like a fish. Like, he doesn't look fun at all. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't no. look fun or fancy free. Um, Melissa McCarthy looks really good as Ursula, and her eels look really fun. They just look like eels. Like, it's really, it's neat. I think they Yeah, did... that, that looks good, and I think the eels look good because they, like, the eels in the movie were drawn realistically to be creepy. Yeah, they were just eels. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I kind of have an issue with is like flounder well besides that is like this picture right here is all we see of the bottom half of ursula and all of like her tentacles tentacles and whatnot well yeah it just makes me worried for like because you see a lot of ariel and like the fin and everything like it makes me worried that the the bottom half of ursula is gonna look really really bad Mm -hmm. like really cgi bad yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, Flounder is by far the worst of it. Flounder caught caught all all the bad stuff. At this point, I guess we're just hoping that the the internet can shame Disney into fixing it, like they fixed Sonic. Yeah, Sonic looks good now. Yeah, Sonic looks great now. That first Sonic, oh god. No, he was bad. He was a bad Sonic, and he needed to go to the bad bad place. I actually, I wanted to watch the the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie just because in and amongst all those cameos there is a a bad Sonic or a derpy Sonic in there <laughs> that they used that model for. Like, it is that Sonic. That's fun. And There's weird. like a whole shitload of cameos in that movie. That's weird. You heard about that movie, right? I, I yeah. I Maybe. really, I, I want to watch it. It seems interesting. It, I heard it's not good, but I yeah. want to see it. I heard real bad things about it for the most part. Um, I love bad movies, though. You know my love of bad movies, Keenan. I hadn't noticed, actually. <laughs> uh, do you have any other news? Um, no, I think that's about it that I had for news. I could have sworn there was something else I yeah, saw. Yeah, I, I could have sworn there was something else announced. Oh, uh, I know that Jedi Survivor came out, and it plays, like, absolute garbage on pretty much every system, and oh, yeah. even worse on PC somehow. People are um, mad about that. Yeah, well, I don't blame them when you pay, I mean, $70 for a fucking game. Yeah. And it 
barely fucking runs. Yeah, that sucks. It makes me go. I always wait because I'm like, at this point, it's just the way the video game industry works. So I'm like, I'll just wait because I know that everyone's gonna throw a fit and then they'll patch it and they'll fix it. And then I'll be able to play it, but I don't have internet, so I'm still going to play it, and it's broken <laughs> fucking version anyways. Doesn't make any sense. Well, I don't have internet to update things, so... Just... You have a backpack and various places that do have internet, like here, for example. Yes, yes, I suppose. That takes effort. <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, I can't remember any of the other news I saw. I know there was something else. Um, yell, yell at me about it. Yeah, you'll think of it at 3 in the morning, and they'll be like, Fuck! Yeah. Be like, Hey, baby! <laughs> baby, I remembered what I was supposed to say on the podcast. And he'll be like, ah! And I'll be like, Your bottle's on the way. Baby, why didn't I make a list like I keep saying I need to? Oh, I do so need to make a list. <laughs> um, and did you want to do a story? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did think of a story. It's not terribly long, but I did think of a story. It happened to me about a week ago. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, this is a story of how my dog tried to kill both of us. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So uh I I went to sleep uh it was about a week ago now. Yeah, I think it was even. I think it was last Sunday. Yeah. So about a week ago, I uh went to bed for the night and I had made my son and I some English muffins with peanut butter on them. Like toasted English muffins with peanut butter earlier that day. That's tasty. Yeah, right? And I left the peanut butter sitting up on top of the stove. And uh when I went to sleep, I got up the next morning, and I noticed that the dog had gotten the peanut butter off the stove in the middle of the night, and, like, oh, chewed damn through it. the container and eaten, like, most of the peanut butter out of it. Like, you fucking shit. Yeah. Dog. Uh, like, how dare you eat all my peanut butter? But that's just, oh, <clears throat> damn it. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a dog thing. Whatever. And then I realized that I really, really didn't feel good when I stood up. <laughs> I just did not feel good, and I started throwing up and shit. <clears throat> and, uh, so I called out of work that day, and I ended up just, like, laying in bed, just not feeling good all day long. About halfway through the day, I got up to go throw up again, and I was looking for water, and I happened to realize that the, uh, the dial on one of my, my stove tops had been turned to light <laughs> instead of off. <laughs> And so, and, and I was out of hot water, because I went to wash my hands, and I did not have any hot water. I guess that was my first indication, because when I went to wash my hands, I didn't have hot water. I'm like, That's weird, because I just filled my propane tanks up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it turned out that she had, when she got the peanut butter off the stove, she had turned on the propane on the stove and just fucking blasted it into the trailer all night long. <laughs> And, uh, and that's probably that's why I, so dangerous. Uh, did not feel good. Yeah, luckily all my windows were open, so I only ended up getting sick from it. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, you guys could have died. Yeah, yeah, I suppose, yeah, if I had been all sealed up in there with all the windows shut. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Yeah, I mean, 
It, it, it's lesson learned. Don't don't leave stuff up top of the stove where she can get. I didn't even think she could get it. <laughs> that must have been how she bumped it or whatever though. She must have like jumped up to get the peanut butter down. Right. And knocked it. I guess I I have got a short little dog story I can tell for, <laughs> for right now. Um, so we've got a, a back door. And next to our back door is a window. Rather it, large window. Yeah, it's a rather large window. And you, it uh, was the kind that when, you know, you could open the bottom half and, you know, it was open. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at some point in the last year, my dog broke the bottom, like, frame of glass. Mm-hmm. Or pane of glass. <clears throat> so we had to, you know, make some makeshift like garbage bag it up duct tape it up and like so we just didn't have a window pane in that bottom part like oh shit well that sucks uh then due to another accident the uh top part of the window is now gone as well well the dog has figured out he can get out of this part both parts he just figured out he could get out the window recently mm-hmm. so um we've been just trying to board it up with various pieces of things. Yeah. And I had a, what is that? The stuff for drywall. Wall. Drywall. I had drywall <clears throat> on there. Because uh, there was just some spare pieces laying around my house. So I uh, just drilled some drywall on there and put some, like, supporting things behind it. Yeah. And he's just, like, he's still trying to chew through that drywall, but he can't get through the supports behind it. So right now that bottom window is good. But uh, he had still found ways to get out, so I um, barricaded it with chairs, right? Right, Barricaded right. the whole area with chairs. Mm-hmm. Well, he used the chairs and got out the top part. <laughs> now, this, like, he's a mid-sized dog. Like, he's not huge, but he's not small by any means. And, uh... He's just jumping out a first-story window, like the top part of a first-story window. Like it cannot be like painless for him, first of all. Second of all, I can't put a collar on him <laughs> because he chews it off. No matter how tight I have it, he finds a way to chew it off or rip it off. I have not been able to keep one collar on him or harness. So I, like, I can't... How does he chew them off? I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. I think he what he does is like somehow like just fucks with it until he can get his lower part of his jaw yeah. underneath and then just like fucks with that until it comes apart. Mm-hmm. But I, collars, harnesses, leashes. He's gotten out of metal chains before without like any real explanation. Like. <laughs> yeah, so we're also talking about the dog that once ate a box of nails. He did. So. He did do that. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. I don't know. Like, the box was gone. There were certainly nails around, so he didn't eat all of the nails. I just don't know that he didn't eat any nails. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was that was. A while ago now, so he's yeah. If he was gonna be hurt from that, he would have been. Mm-hmm. And I 
recently took him in to get him all x-rayed and stuff, so I know he's fine. Anyway, he keeps jumping out that fucking window, and I don't have, like, just wood laying around. Yeah. So, I... We can't... We can't leave him downstairs, because he literally broke the baby gate. We've got a metal baby gate, and he literally broke the plastic restraints holding the two pieces that, like, keep it together. Together? Mm-hmm. He broke through that. Uh, climbed the chairs I had again, and then got out again. That was just today. So, I just... My dog is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> Our dogs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 gotta so- love them, but Damn. So you know what else was a good time? Hmm. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I have been anxiously awaiting your review. All right. Well, it's uh, this is going to be full spoilers straight up because uh, I'm real bad at that. <laughs> um, so first and foremost, I want to get it out of the way because I still am not stoked about Chris Pratt's casting as Mario. Getting this out of the way up front. They do... They also get it out of the way up front in the movie. The first... One of the first things you see is, like, a Super Mario Brothers plumbing commercial. And it's, like, really campy. And, like, they're on stools to make it look like they're flying with the yellow capes. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really, you know, cheap and campy. And their voices in that commercial are the original Mario and Luigi voices done by Charles Martinet. Or Martinet, who appears in the in the bar or the Punch Out Pizzeria, which okay. they're at, uh, to be like, no, the the accents are fine. It was a great choice, and then like goes back to playing Jumpman. <laughs> yeah, but and then it's just Chris Pratt and Charlie Day, and I like. I get why they did that. Mm-hmm. It's for people like me who weren't stoked about the casting. Like, I I get it, but I also feel like you could have just used him. <laughs> he was right there. Like it sounded fun. It was what we expect to hear from Mario and Luigi. Like so much of this movie was exactly what you'd expect in the right way, and then they just like, no, we're just not doing that for this. Mm-hmm. Alright then, <laughs> I guess. But uh, they are, Mario and Luigi are plumbers living in Brooklyn, as as the old story goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're trying to start their own business. You see Mario and Luigi's family, which is weird. Um, their dad is also voiced by Charles Martinet. Martinet. <laughs> uh, so that's a fun little, fun little nod there. That, that's interesting. But, yeah, you meet, like, cousins and uncles and stuff, and it looks like they're still living at home. Uh, Mario plays his own Nintendo console. <laughs> but he doesn't He doesn't play like Mario. It doesn't look like Mario's on the shelf in there. <laughs> uh, he play, I had to listen to somebody else say this, because I didn't know what game it was, but he plays Kid Icarus. Okay. Yeah. On the... On... 
<laughs> thing. It's really weird to watch Mario play like, a Nintendo, play a Nintendo, and not play Mario. It feels I, like he should have played Mario. No, I feel like that would have been too on the nose. It, I feel like they did the right thing. I I know, but like it just felt weird to see. Like <laughs> I don't know why they included the that Nintendo was in this world because it makes it really confusing because they were at the Punch-Out Pizzeria where the posters from are like pictures of the characters from Punch-Out are in there implying that they are real life people mm-hmm. in this world. So <laughs> it's weird to see a Nintendo Entertainment System <laughs> when two of those like very popular games for that are, you know, in the real. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Nobody knows. But, uh... The overall tone of the movie is very much... Like... This is fun. We're just having an adventure. Mm-hmm. This is an earnest adventure. There's, like... Little to no cynicism, which is super nice. It just really feels like, oh, we're going to go on an adventure. <laughs> uh, feels really just like Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Yeah, uh, but earnestly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I guess they're starting their plumbing business. They get a job. The job goes bad because, you know, funny. Yeah. And then um, all of Brooklyn starts to flood somehow. <laughs> Okay. And they need to fix that. So they go try and fix that, and they they kind of do. And then they fall into the pipe. The pipe. The Mushroom Kingdom's pipe. The pipe okay. that leads to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Mushroom Kingdom's pipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, yeah, they just kind of stumble in, and oh, uh, so you see what the inside of the tubes is? As they get, like, sucked in, it's like a gravity thing. Okay. And uh, when they get sucked in, they go, like, interdimensional. Interesting. And go to another tube, like, through, like, uh, translucent interstellar tubes. Okay. But apparently you can fall out of them because Luigi does. <laughs> and he goes to the dark place where, where Bowser is. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mario falls right into the Mushroom Kingdom where he immediately meets Toad. Just, like, no no pause for air. He just, like, looks around. Oh, there's Toad. <laughs> That's never really explained. <laughs> or I don't remember it being explained. I only saw this once. It would have benefited seeing this again for doing this, but I don't have time to go to the movies that much, guys. Right. It was kind of a struggle to do this one. Not as much because it was... I took my son. Yeah. And uh, his grandpa came, so it was just... A, it was a family... Fun time. And he loved it. He had a great time. Hell yeah. Um, I was there are references like every 30 seconds. If you can wait that long. Like if, mm-hmm. it, if, if it's even that long of a pause. Like there are constant references to old Mario games. Mario lore. Mario just silly stuff that people talk about. Um, and uh, all the way throughout you're just you're following Mario. He gets to meet the princess. The princess kicks all the ass. She's just <laughs> one badass lady in this one. It's great. Uh, she kind of, like, trains him on, like, the starter course kind of thing. And it's very much, like, a level. Yeah. And that's it's pretty fun. Um, oh, man. Bowser kicks ass. 
I assumed Jack Black was going to kill it. I figured that he would be, like, the, the most prominent character of the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, he's not. I just mean in terms of, like, remembering, like... Oh, yeah. Like, is... in your memory, you're going to be like, man, Bowser. When you watch the Super Mario movie, like, Bowser, that's the guy. Yeah. Like... Yeah, he definitely kicked all the ass in this. Um, the song Peaches hit the Billboard charts, apparently, <laughs> which is hilarious. It was funny in the movie, but, like, he really embodies Bowser, and this is very good. He's just... Uh, jealous weirdly motivated guy with a lot of power <laughs> it's that's perfect that yeah that's exactly yeah yeah it feels a little ice king from adventure time if i'm being honest all right yeah um also they have to steal or he's still a power star at the beginning which they act like is the super rare like uh impossible to get star mm -hmm. and then uh when they use it at the end it's just like an invincibility star it works for you know like a minute or whatever <laughs> they're like super powerful for like a minute and then it's done and then it's like so were you supposed to like kill an army with that or like what <laughs> what what makes that so like it's really cool for a minute like <laughs> to granted that's awesome but what do you... Right? <laughs> why was it being so heavily guarded by the kingdom like that? It's really weird. Yeah, uh, that's strange. They had a Mario Kart scene, um, and they did this stuff, like, have you played Mario Kart 8? No. Oh, okay. So in that one, uh, you've got, like, this little wheel. It looks a little bit like a slots wheel, mm -hmm. but it just is your cart selector thing. So you can choose between your carts, your wheels, and your little umbrella thingy. Okay. Uh... Uh, they walk up and it's just that <laughs> it's just literally they have the little wheel selectors and they just pick the cart they want when they do the thing <laughs> and i thought that was pretty fun it's just like instead of like trying to do uh a sly or a coy nod and a wink they mm. were just like, no, it's Mario Kart. Yeah, right. Look, like, like from the game, Mario Kart. <laughs> you know, guys? No, no winks here. I don't even know how to wink. <laughs> that, was, that was just a blink. Yeah. That was just a really emphasized blink. Well, the, both eyes. You got it. Let's play Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it's really what it felt like the whole time. Because there was, the references in there were really like... They worked in-universe, because it's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, you're in the Mushroom Kingdom. Of course you're going to have your little Mario Kart thing. Mm -hmm. and uh, But they also felt, because, you know, what they're from, it, it felt like a really, really laid-on left reference, but in the right way. Yeah. So, like, most of this movie really lands, as far as that goes, like... I've heard a lot of people call it nostalgia, but, like, I'm actively playing a lot of these Mario games. It's, mm -hmm. Like, I do have nostalgia for the Mario franchise, obviously, but, like, as a whole, a lot of this stuff is from the newer stuff, and I just think they did a really good job of incorporating elements from different games, and especially the modern games, because that makes sense, uh, into this in a way that felt like it could exist in a universe mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah uh peach's origin is unexplained <laughs> uh 
but they bring it up, so it's gonna be explained eventually. She just came through the warp tube at some point in time. She's apparently not a human from Brooklyn or from Earth. Okay. Apparently. Like, that's just... It's it's really left up to the imagination, but when Mario asks, she's just like, there's a lot of galaxies out there. Okay. <laughs> All right. Super Mario Galaxy reference. Cool. Where's my lore? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... She, oh my god. Yeah, so she just came through the pipe as like a baby, and then at some point in time started ruling, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Alright. That's also not explained. She just came through as a baby, no parents, no nothing, and then the Goombas were like, yeah, she's the queen. Or princess. I had listened to another review where they were saying something about, like, it was kind of like the Toads just like... She, like, at some point, just as a child, was like, I want to be a princess. And so they were just like, okay, yeah, sure, you're the princess. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> that might even have been said, but I, <laughs> if it wasn't, I can see that as, like, headcanon. That makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, Peach was played really well. I think uh, Anya Taylor Joy, is that it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, she did a really good job in this role. It was really fun. Um, and Toad was fun. It was yeah, I was hoping that Toad would be fun. I like Keegan-Michael Key a yeah, lot. Yeah, he's, he's fun. He's uh, weird and presses himself into the adventure a lot. Um, but he's very clearly Captain Toad, like, of Captain Toad's treasure tracker. Yeah. He's got the backpack and the stuff. Mm-hmm. He acts like it, so... They're probably going to try to do one of those at did some it, point. Did it maintain, like, a Toad voice, or is it just Keegan-Michael Key's voice? No, Because in the trailers, it sounded like he was kind of trying to put on a Toad voice. It's more of a Toad voice. I wish he would have gone a little bit harder on it. Um, I heard some people were like, oh, they synthesized this. They did not. That's just Key. Keegan-Michael Key is a talented voice actor. Yeah. Uh, and but, but I can also understand toning it down a bit, because that's a hard voice to do for an entire movie. I guess he didn't have, like that much lines i guess he i i would have preferred a little bit harder on it, <laughs> personally that's that's not like a big criticism like none of the voice acting really bothered me um charlie day as luigi was fine like it was fine <laughs> I, I really like charlie day i like uh it's I always watch, sunny yeah it's always sunny i watched the first like 10 seasons of that like religiously as it was coming out yeah. and like I like Charlie Day. Charlie Day's, Charlie Day's one of our guys. If yeah. he's in a thing, we'll generally probably watch it. He's, he's a guy. He's a good guy. Uh, but he he just sounded like Charlie Day in this. Yeah. Um, well, who else? Who else is in this movie? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Seth Rogen? Oh, yeah. He was fine. He was Seth Rogen. He was Seth Rogen. He was Seth Rogen, and they put him in Donkey Kong. Okay. Um, oh, there was a great uh, fight between Donkey Kong and Mario that looked... It was just a Super Smash Bros. scene. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Uh, they just put him on a stage and, like, had everybody surrounding him and, like... Yeah. It was it was cool. Mario got his ass beat. Did you see, like, a lot of the Kongs? Uh, yeah, you saw quite a few. Um, Funky Kong, like, picks him up and is all, like, hardcore and badass and weird. As soon as he drops him off, he just drives away, no words. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, 
Uh, Cranky Kong is there, but he's like a King Kong, and he's not that cranky. Okay. Uh, you see another couple of Kongs. You see Diddy Kong in the audience of the crowd, but not much more than that. Shame. I like Diddy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Seth Rogen was just Seth Rogen. The laugh looked right coming out of a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um... Uh, no, so, uh, the only, like, real negatives I had with this movie. So, overall, the the plot is simple. Yeah. It's a kid's movie. It's a Mario movie. Mm-hmm. Both of those things have simple plots. Yeah. Uh, Fair. And it's real, real kind of cut and dry, like, hero needs to save his brother, hero goes to save his brother, hero stops the bad guy from marrying Peach. Mm-hmm. Or trying to marry Peach. Yeah. Um, he's got his full uh, wedding outfit from Super Mario Odyssey, which is really fun. Uh, but the yeah, the things I didn't like were the not that the plot was simple. I expected that, but um, oh, I should say that I did like the score. Like the the original score for this film was fucking cool because it was just um, like what is the word I'm looking for? Um, Symphony. Symphony. An orchestra? Yeah, an orchestra. Uh, orchestrated versions of uh, classic Mario songs. Yeah. And it was really well done. The way where they put them in, it felt fucking cool. They had like this nice da 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 for like the first time they went underground. And it was like just touches like that made it feel really cool all the way throughout. Mm-hmm. And then they used fucking. Not even modern songs, just songs. <laughs> and just threw them in for fucking who knows what. You absolutely could have used, like, any of the fast music, like the running out of time music from any of the games, anything, for so much of what they did. But, the, like, I think when you first go to Donkey Kong's world, they play uh, Take On Me by AHA. <laughs> I mean, it's a good song. Ugh. I like that song, uh, but yeah. it seems unnecessary. Uh, that uh, I need a hero. Uh, oh yeah, plays when uh, Mario's doing his training montage. The it's, movie they used in, or the song they used in, was it Shrek Two? I think it was just Shrek. Might have just been Shrek. Yeah, yeah. But re- I don't know. Regardless, it was, it was a Shrek movie. It was really, really bad. Like, that part really just threw me off. I really enjoyed this movie. I had a lot of fun. But the those songs popping in for fucking no reason when you have 30-plus years of Mario songs to work with, to make a soundtrack with, and, and you put those songs in there, and it's just like... <laughs> Why? Why the <laughs> fuck did you do that? You wasted a lot of money getting song rights when you could have used the Nintendo songs and, I don't know, put that money into a, a couple extra... I, I don't care. I don't give a shit. I am just saying, like, don't don't use songs like that when you have that much good music to work with. It's stupid. That's I fair. It. I hated that. But... 
the movie itself was a lot of fun to watch. It was really good. My so overall my six, recommend? Yes, overall it's definitely a recommend. My 6-year-old had a great time. So if you've got kids, they'll almost definitely love it too. But do you think there will be a sequel? There will be definitely some kind of sequel. Um the post-credit scene which I will confess I didn't stay for because I was with family and nobody really wanted to sit. Ah, uh, sad. Yeah. You know that we're sitting through all the credits in the flash, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and probably Barbie, because we also said that we were going to go see Barbie in theaters. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Is Barbie going to have a post credit scene? Uh, it might. It just fucking might. That would be insane. I, I would be very interested to see if the flash does. Why would they have a post credit scene for a universe that's dead now? Um... To set up the new one? I don't think they will, though. I don't know. I think that would be a weird choice. Uh, I think I'm a weird choice. So, yeah. Um, yeah, overall, I recommend. Have I made a rating system for these reviews? Um, at all? Not particularly, but, you know, go ahead and make one up. Give it a. How many how many dabs out of five? How many disappointments out of five? <laughs> uh, no, it's a... We're going to go out of a hundred. Okay. So I can be needlessly pedantic without decimals. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then you still say things like, I give it 67.3 dabs <laughs> out of a hundred. <laughs> uh, so Mario movie, I'm going to give a solid, like... 83 dabs out of 100. A solid 83? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. It's like, it's a good adaptation of what the Mario characters are for the most part. It feels fun to watch. It doesn't drag at any point, that's for sure. It could probably use with a little more drag. Honest, <laughs> but, um, if my biggest complaint was the songs they used for like the quick scenes, like that's yeah, you know, honestly pretty good. I kind of expected to hear more complaints about uh, Chris Pratt. Uh, I like I said, they addressed it early on, and you can kind of just move past it, um, move Pratt's it. Mm. <laughs> just uh. no. <laughs> uh, but overall, it was. He was just fine. Well, the main voice cast was overall fine. Mm-hmm. Like, Toad, I would like to have been more Toady, but he was good. But uh, Mario and Luigi were just guys. <laughs> Which, I mean, I suppose uh, if that's the universe you want, that does make sense. Yeah. It, uh, it was, yeah. Uh, the voice acting was fine, and once you get into the movie, it's really easy to get past it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. It's fucking fantastic. I had a really good time. It was a Mario movie, and I'm looking forward to more. But the post credit scenes, right. Um, there was, I don't remember what the one was, but the other one that everyone's talking about is that, uh, because they go back to Brooklyn for the end fight, mm -hmm. and, uh, it looks like the Yoshi egg that hatches at the end credit scene is still in Brooklyn. 
Okay. So, um, we did see, like, a glimpse at Yoshi's Island where there were a bunch of Yoshis just running around at mm-hmm. one point in time in the movie, but it wasn't anything. Um, but, yeah, this, this Yoshi being in Brooklyn would be weird because, you know, Mushroom Kingdom and Brooklyn different. So, All right. So that's that's kind of people's assumption for the sequel. That was I I guess that was what I was going to to say next is maybe instead of like a hypothetical we kind of speculate on what the sequel might be. Cuz I think it would be fun to get a sequel where it's more about um cuz like like you had the the hint drop from peach earlier in the movie like you were saying about the multiple galaxies yeah and so you do like a super mario galaxy thing where it's like a a big oh yeah oh no interstellar adventure to find her home planet to find her parents or whatever i forgot about my favorite character in this movie i'm so sorry but it's relevant to your theory because uh there's a uh, there's a luma lee like one of the stars that uh rosalina Mm -hmm. goes around saving or using or something um anyway uh it's in a pit above lava or like in a cage above a pit of lava with luigi where he is for a lot of the movie (laughs) Uh, but every time it talks it's like this happy like childish wistful voice and it's just like hope is an illusion (laughs) (laughs) i love that yeah that's amazing uh, there's it's, like it's so good stuff like there's nothing to look forward to but the re- sweet release of death and it's just this happy wistful little glowing star <laughs> they start getting lowered into the lava and it just gets all excited like <laughs> like oh finally and then uh, <laughs> like yeah that, that that that's the best character in the whole movie that's in my opinion. great it was really funny it, it's the only time throughout the movie that i laughed out loud like, <laughs> i actually was just like oh fuck no, no, what <laughs> You can't say shit like that. That's great. Yeah, obviously, if you do the Super Mario Galaxy, you gotta do the Rosalina character. Yeah. She has to show up at some point. Yeah. Assumedly to help them actually get around the galaxy. Then again, maybe not, if they can figure out how to... Because if the pipes can take them, like, between Boston and the Mushroom Kingdom already, to say they can't, like, figure out how to use the pipes, whatever how to use the pipes to get to like other galaxies other planets like peach did yeah there's a possibility so uh there's a lot they of possibilities the pipes is like a macguffin for anything at this point pretty yeah. much yeah they can use a lot of things like that at this point because they were pretty loose with a lot of that stuff once again kids movie fun and i'm sad that in all the reviews i've heard about it there's not they didn't i guess what was it peach got to use the flower power the fireballs oh yeah and mario yeah. didn't e- yes yes i believe that's accurate that kind of makes me sad a little bit yeah. whatever yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah mario movie 83 83 83 dabs out of 100 yeah um uh, i think we're gonna just brush past the hypothetical yeah but uh, I do have one bit of email. Oh, you do? Yes. Uh, this is from listener DJ. Uh, 
So it's a uh, in response to our true neutral ask, which non-powered villain would you be? Okay. Uh, he said it's not even a contest for me. You'd be Ulysses from Fallout New Vegas. Oh, right, great pick. That is a good pick. Holy shit! How did neither of us think of that? I because I haven't played the any New Vegas anything in like five years, but. I, I am still a little surprised I didn't think about it. <laughs> no, that's a great pick, DJ. I I really appreciate that one. That that's damn. Yeah. Damn, the amount of things you'd be able to do and get away with. Uh yeah, uh he says he also isn't really a villain. Uh the, in the same kind of sense Keenan mentioned about Killmonger, he was right. I mean... Debatable, but... Being... I, I think also that being right doesn't necessitate being a villain or not. I think how you go about your actions <laughs> necessitates whether or not you're a villain, not whether or not you're right. Debatable. For the greater good, Derek. <laughs> the greater good. The greater good. Stop saying that! <laughs> uh, that uh, is such a good fucking movie. Literally my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> uh, so, oh yeah, uh, but for he said for a backup he'd choose Taskmaster. Oh, that's a that's a fun one. Yeah. Taskmaster, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Lots of fun gadgets. You Taskmaster does have like what is it the they can just remember things. Isn't that how Taskmaster imitates and copies? Oh well, yeah, uh, he, it's not really a superpower. Yeah, he 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 does actually bring that up, kind of. Um, some folks would contest. I'm directly quoting him here. Yeah. Some folks would contest that Taskmaster is actually superpowered. Bit I would argue, copying people is kind of just high functioning autism. <laughs> so if autism is a superpower, fine, you got me. Guess he don't count. Yeah. Well, it's. It's one of the, what's what's that uh, condition like? Like when you have like a photographic memory or whatever. Yeah. Just, Eidetic memory. Yeah, where you can just like see things and remember them always, and then like it's just a small step from seeing things and remembering it to copying it. Yeah. You know, what I mean? like I can see how this. I don't know. I don't really think that's a superpower because that exists, and I think we consider superpowers comic booky type things, like flying and laser beams from your eyes and being able to climb walls like Spider Man, just stick to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. We're dads. That's a superpower. Da da da. It's not. That's, it's not. It's just being a responsible person. It's like the cheesiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> and you've been making the worst dad jokes today, <laughs> and that's the worst thing you've ever said. So. <laughs> Got a weird moral bar there, Derek. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, so that's been true neutral. Uh, where Indeed can they so. find us uh, um, to tell can... us all their thoughts about the Mario movie? Yeah, or the Flash trailer. Oh or yeah, whatever. How much you hate Flounder? <laughs> <laughs> Not hate him, but hate the way he looks now. Um, but you can send all those thoughts over to trueneutralpod at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up over there at the email. Or if you don't want to do that, we got the, the tweeter. Tweeter. At trueneutralpod, or I'm at Mr. Dab himself. Um, got True Neutral Studios on the YouTube and the Instagram. I'm also at Mr. Dab himself on the Instagram. But, oh, I'm not on there very fucking much. 
and um, True Neutral Podcast on the Facebook. That's all correct. Yes, indeed. And then, um, yeah, the disappointing band, disappointing at best on both Facebook and YouTube as well. Prove it. Um, I don't have to. You can just type it in your search bar and it'll pop up all on its own. I don't believe you. I thought it was fun. I found out the other day you type in True Neutral Podcast into Google and we are the first four things that come up on, on Google. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So tell all your friends to Google us. Yeah. <laughs> and have a lovely week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.